presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Paralegal Mike and Scotty Via here. Mike, we are back. We took a week off, a much needed break, in, in my opinion. And uh, we're back. We're ready to go. We're, we're gearing up here for a, a really big couple weeks. Hey! hey. <laughs> no, it was a nice break, but we are getting back to it. The jam-packed time. Talking about the biggest wrestling event. They love saying it. They they love saying it. And statistically, ticket wise, sure, you've got a solid case there. But when I look at this card, I don't know if the the card matches up to the numbers of people that are showing up to the building. But before we get into that, real quick, hit us up on our socials at In My House Pod. Uh, you can follow us there. Myself, Scotty Via, and Paralegal Mike will uh, be hitting you up back. CWE's been hitting me up a little bit too. They've sent us uh, their schedule for their upcoming tour and when they're going to be back in Saskatchewan. And in Manitoba, nice. so uh, when those shows guys start getting closer, we'll start playing around and uh, getting those dates out to you as well. But, dude, let's get right into it. This Sunday, this Sunday at 11 a.m. Saskatchewan time, on 11 a.m. <laughs> it is AEW All In, sold over 83,000 tickets. The last I heard, I believe, distributed even more tickets than that. The show is massive. Their first venture overseas in the UK, in Europe, and people are showing up in droves, and it's awesome to see. On paper, oh, awesome. Incredible to see. A little easier to do over there to get to a big show. Right? Cheaper flights. A lot of people could just drive and then take a quick flight. Like It's, it's going to be the best wrestling audience of the year, in my opinion. Very well should be. 
we know those UK crowds. We know those European crowds. They like to have fun. They like to sing. They like to chant. They like to boo who they're going to boo, cheer who they're going to cheer. So I'm very much looking forward to the atmosphere of this show. And we've got a solid card. You know what's weird? I won't be watching live. I'm... I, I wasn't going to watch live. Then on my lunch break today, I stopped at home, checked my guide. Just, well, maybe our, our cable provider is putting it on the pay-per-view channel. And sure as shit, they are. So I don't have oh. to go to ITV or or fight and try to stream it and hope for the best, right? Now yeah. I just oh. go to my cable provider. But here's Smart. my here's my dilemma, though. It's either 50 bucks this Sunday for all in or 50 bucks mm-hmm. next Sunday for all out. That's right. AEW has another pay-per-view in one week. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I can be doing both, but I think I, this um, is the show. That I say there's way to watch all in after it's aired. Yeah. You're very wrong. easy. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> and if you know, you know, Believe it at that. if you don't know, you should know. Otherwise you're blowing it. But dude, let's get into this card. Let's go. Um, it's been a while since we've talked AEW. It, it really, really has. And I, I'm not going to, I don't know how to word this. I'm going to sound like a dick starting off the bat, but I'm going to start off on a low note All with right. the zero planning and preparation of storylines going into this outside of two weeks ago. Technically, yes, they don't have to, they didn't have to announce a single match. They already sold 80,000 tickets without announcing a match. But I, I guess maybe I'm old school. I like storylines going into a show. I like matches that have meaning. And we're getting that a little bit rushed and definitely going to be rushed going into All Out next week. But there's there, well, the chosen few. I got to tell you, what you're talking about is every AEW pay-per-view. <laughs> that, no, man. That was going to be my next point is this seems to be a, rec- a recurring theme here with AEW and their pay-per-views. But let, let's just get right into it. And we're going to start, I guess, with the pre-show. And we're only going to talk about the one match that matters on the pre-show. And that is Aussie Open defending their Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships against Adam Cole and MJF. That's right. When the pre-show kicks off, that match is starting the pre-show. They call it a ground zero. A lot of old timers and old school people think this is insane. You're jeopardizing your main event for a pre-show match just to get people to start watching right away. And he, I can't blame him for thinking that way. I mean, is it that insane for those guys to work twice in one night? Is it? Not not for me. I, I get their I, point. I but... don't think it is. I, I mean, Aussie Open, tough as shit, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I hear it. I, I just look at this going into a pre-show match. Like, why would you do it? Everyone is saying out there that this is going to lead into the main event of the show there's going this is done for storyline purposes which obviously makes sense but at the same time if you'd plan things out a little bit more properly you could have done this on dynamite this week and your go-home show instead of having to put them on a on the pre-show and the main event so what we're saying is they're going to lose to Aussie open yeah. and they're going to get mad at each other to fuel the fire for the main event it could easily be one of those things where Adam Cole's holding an Aussie open guy to, to for MGF to punch and the Aussie open guy misses punches MGF tips it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it could be something as simple as that. I don't think it'll be as simple as that, but there's definitely going to be tension that's going into the main event match. 
Uh, it, honestly, though, dude, wouldn't shock me if they somehow won this match. I know. Like, went in with tag team gold and going for the world title. Well, we got to put a prediction down. Yep. Well, how's the open retains? I'm going MJF and Adam Cole. Okay. Well, I, you know what? I like it. I don't think either pick is wrong right now for AEW booking. That's the fun of it. I think most likely there will be a little bit of miscommunication, but I think they'll win and everyone will, will be happy, go home happy. It's a hell of a start to the match. You're going to get your double clothesline chant, which is super fun and super over right now. They yeah, right. get the win. So that's what I think. But I think you're going to get those camera shots of at different times, both of those guys at different times, like the side eye and they're the other guy. I, you see, it can't go that way. It's got to happen all at the end or they're winning and they're being that tag team still. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. But like just getting into that match, like it's got to be, you got to be short fused, right? Yeah. And what is there going to be a vignette or a promo cut backstage after that match? Probably. I would hope at least a promo for sure. Cuts the gap of what's happening and probably some of this action that's yeah. happening. I don't know. I don't, God knows if it's going to be WrestleMania length of a show. Oh, man, I don't know. There's a there's a decent amount of matches, but not that many, in my opinion, but some that could definitely t- take up a lot of time. Actually, let's get but into yeah, one like, of those r- right now. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's keep moving on. We got to move forward. Yeah, let's move forward. Let's get into one that I think will take up the most time, and that's a stadium stampede. Yeah, <laughs> we've got John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Utah <laughs> plus three, quote unquote, roughnecks. Versus Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Lucha Bros. Side note, been reading the dirties a little bit today. All the things coming out from the dirties are that Ray Phoenix of the Lucha Bros has having visa issues, and he will not be part of this match. So there's going to be another wrestler to join that group as well. But uh, also, I don't know how to handle this. This isn't really a spoiler or anything like that, but for the three guys that are going to be joining uh, the BCC crew, there are heavy rumors that it's going to be Santana and Ortiz. Both guys are now healthy. Both guys are rumored to be brought back at any point in time. I believe they had some uh, appearances canceled this for this coming weekend because of AEW commitments. So those are two guys that are rumored heavily to be part of the BCC side. Okay. Leaves you with one more, I thought. Yeah, I don't know who the last one is. I don't know who that last person to join the BCC side is. That um, I'm probably missing somebody completely obvious. But who goes up against Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Lucha Bros that has beef, yeah. that has heat? The only thing I can maybe think of is Eddie Kingston was just in New Japan. Maybe they bring a guy from New Japan. Maybe they bring Ishii in because uh, him and Eddie had a great match in the oh. G1. No, you you make Pac flip. Pac is hurt. Is he? Yep. Well, I see that look at your eye. Uh, according <laughs> to all the dirties, he is very hurt and will be out for a long time. Oh, yeah. That sucks for a show like this to happen and you're hurt. So. Big time. Big time. Uh, tough titties. I don't know, but Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, that does make sense. I think so. It wouldn't be. Sur- it wouldn't surprise me if they just brought in a wild card like Big Bill or or someone like that to add to it, just to get him on the show kind of thing. But I don't know who else out there makes sense that would be going up against those guys, including Eddie. 
I think Eddie's going to be the one to get the win for his team. Yeah, I, I'm thinking so as well. It wouldn't surprise me if there was something that involves Moxley and Orange Cassidy that could lead to the finish of the match as well. Those guys have been kind of going at each other a little bit lately. I think Mox is going to end up going after that international championship. That seems to be the angle they're going with. Again, all out is next weekend after this. So, yeah, I'm going with Eddie and the boys for the victory in the stadium stampede. I'm with you on that, too. Hey, I like that. I like that. I'm I'm very curious how they're going to pull this match off because that stadium is fucking massive. Yeah, it's... I mean, I hope you've been down there all goddamn week figuring this shit out. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Uh, let's go to the coffin match. It is Darby Allen and Sting versus Swerve Strickland and A.R. Fox. We're getting basically a, a hardcore tag team coffin match here with the boys. My gut tells me it should be Swerve and Strickland or Swerve was, and A.R. Fox. I was just going to say. Time they should start take giving Swerve his fucking flowers, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, I'm with you. I honestly think this guy needs to be pushed to the goddamn moon. Yep. And become a world champion in the next couple of years. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I like, I mean, Darby and saying, how much are we going to run this still? Sorry. It's like, I, it's, 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 it's Swerve's time in ARFOX. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, Swerve has his group of mogul embassy guys that can definitely help out. I don't know if too many other guys are going to come down and help Darby and Sting. The only thing that worries me is they may play to, you know, this will be the last time Sting's in the UK or Wembley Stadium, so let's give him his flowers and get him a big win, but... Let's not. I'm kind of going with you. I think it's time for that split to start happening between Darby and Sting. I don't need, need them to, like, turn on each other or anything like that, but I think at one point Sting needs to go to Darby. He's like, time for you to go out on your own. I've done all I can for you. I, yeah, I mean, just be, Sting went to his first WrestleMania and fucking lost. So, like, <laughs> giving Sting his flowers is be shit in this world. <laughs> the only time Sting's gonna get his flowers is when he's putting that coffin, they put flowers on top of it. <laughs> oh, man, man, with you, I do think, I do think Swerve and Air Fox should get it. It makes sense to me. They've got a lot of momentum right now, and Swerve is having lights out matches. You've turned oh, to Air Fox. Great. Yeah, you you've turned to Air Fox to the point where people give a shit about him, as in they they can actually boo him for a reason now, not just because he's a guy on the roster that does a cool flip. So I think it's time to to strap the rocket to those guys. But we're yeah, both going start with, elevating, man. Yeah, both going with Swerve and Air Fox in the coffin match. The coffin match, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> let's go to the aew tag team championship match oh boy we've got the challengers the young bucks <laughs> against the gun wielding driving <laughs> like maniacs Woo, them boys mftr boys oh my god luck we we've all saw what happened with uh with cash wielder and what a fucking idiot. <laughs> if the reports that we're getting online <laughs> from the alleged victim are true, 100% right. What a fucking idiot. But also, they have, um, whatchamacallit, for your bond hearing. That's basically what they said. Yeah. He flashed a weapon. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, still ridiculous. Just dumb as shit. I don't know, man. I haven't been following the dirties as much about this. Like, obviously, when that happened, I'm like, yep, I'm all over it. When TMZ <laughs> is fucking reporting it, right? Yeah. I don't know what this looks like for Sunday. In my is the opinion, word that he can go. Yes. The word is that they when he was detained, when he was arraigned and all that stuff, they did not take his passport. So the last word I got on the internet this afternoon, which it's Tuesday afternoon, was that the match is still on, planning good to go. We do have a dynamite on Wednesday. I just don't know if it's live or pre-taped. Not a hundred percent sure. On that. Yeah. That's great point, actually. If if it's live and they obviously can't go for whatever reason, there's going to be some sort of swerve or rescheduling, whatever it may be. But as of right now, of this recording, Tuesday night, it is FTR versus the Bucks, FTR defending their tag team championships. I was going, leaning a whole way the entire time, even before this man got arrested for flashing a gun at a driver. I was going Young Bucks. And I'm going for that just for aesthetically, when you look at Collision and Dynamite, technically right now Collision, which it's not official, but there's definitely a roster split, a soft roster split. Well, I it, mean, you've been hearing more and more about it, right? Like, Yeah, so Collision technically has the AEW Tag Team Championships and the AEW Trios Championships. Those Trios Championships aren't coming off of Collision anytime soon because House of Black is running wild with them. So in my mind, it makes sense to get them back onto Dynamite on the Bucks. They can defend them at all out for whatever reason it may be. And we're good to go from there kind of thing, right? Then you can get into the Bucks and the Hardys again if you want and yada, yada, yada. That's my reasoning. Now that this arrest has come through, I 100% think they're going to go in that direction because I don't <coughs> think Tony wants any distractions of storylines when it comes to art. Right, I've got cha- championships on these guys, but now i got to yank them off because this guy's getting community service or whatever the fuck it's going to be. I, You know what? I, I agree with you in that point. Like, hey, take a break. Yeah. Like Tony's stance will be like, listen, man, like you're not charged with anything heinous, but go reel it in. Mm-hmm. Like as you should, like, I mean, at some point, like, yeah, maybe, maybe you do need to breathe. It's a lot. Last thing you probably need is to be on the fucking road when you're dealing with this shit too. I agree. Let's go home, get it all sorted and squashed, come back fresh in a couple months, teaming up with punk again on collision and kicking ass and taking names, go after the trios titles, whatever the plan is going to be. So uh, now, now hear me out on this, the dirties. We'll, We'll bring up the dirties again. That, uh, Edge now officially being done with WWE. So yeah. they say. Allegedly, his contract is up pretty quick here. Yeah, and people really wanted to see Cash Wheeler not go. So we edge Christian versus the Young Bucks. Oof, Mike, give me give me your thoughts on that, Mike. I listen. Yeah, your contract's up with WWE. Ain't no fucking way in hell. The old man is letting you fly across to the biggest wrestling show to perform there after your last match was on SmackDown. (laughs) You ain't going to do it. Do I wish I lived in a world where it could happen? Sure. Absolutely. It It ain't happening. And if it does, blow my balls right off. I'm 100% with you right there, brother. 
Could it happen? I think sure. Edge is at Edge is at an age where I don't think he has to play the non compete game. No, absolutely not. Plus, <clears throat> if a contract just runs out, there is no non compete. You can show up anywhere the next the, the very next day. But I agree. But you gotta you gotta understand. Edge, he's a he's a company man, clearly. Yep. Never left. So to do that, I think is is it dirty? Sure. Is it a great way to be in like the last like part of your career and like yeah, I can go to fucking Wembley and be a part of this giant show? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm fucking edge. Yeah. Like- I think the worry would be like music and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. It's I I still don't think it's happening, but if it did, it'd be fucking wild. I'm in complete agreement with you. I don't think it's happening. I think it's being fueled by dirt sheets that just want clicks, as well as maybe even dirt sheets from inside certain companies to be like, let's let's float this out there. Maybe we'll get a couple more extra buys because people want to see Edge show up in AEW on the pay per view. Yeah, right? See what'll happen. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Would it be the pop of the night if all of a sudden he popped up to like fucking Slayer's fucking, music or yeah. something? Of course it would. It's no question about it. I don't think Edge is that guy. Uh, obviously, money talks at for everybody, and Tony's got more than enough of it, but I just can't see Edge doing it for one more run with Christian or the Hardys. I don't think they have much left to prove there. And no. There's no need for it. He's worked with so many young guys in WWE and guys that he respects like Sheamus and Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre kind of thing, right? I'm sure he loves looking at the roster of AEW and be like, yeah, they like to do stuff with with Kenny and the Bucks and and Aleister Black and all these cool guys, right? But he's 50. And, you know, he very much has said since he's come back, he's, he's still definitely a family man. Doesn't want to do a whole lot. You know, that's why he wasn't really around for the last couple months. And then he just showed up for his last two weeks here on SmackDown for the Canadian tour. So sure, he can do stuff with Cody in WWE. I don't think he's done much with Cody before. Like there's guys like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Like people aren't talking about that. There's stuff he could do in WWE to get guys elevated even more. And you damn sure Vince and, and Triple H would, would put every penny they could into it. Oh, I put him in the PC. Like right? there's plenty of work for him to go do, so that's why I, I do think it's a long shot. I just think it'd be fucking insane if that did happen. A, a a big reason why this rumor is out there is because when Edge was training to come back, he was training with the FTR guys. One of them lives Which... very close to them. Uh, Cash, the gun wielding hillbilly guy, <laughs> um, he lives very close to Edge, and and he's helped train Edge get back into ring shape for his return. So people are connecting dots there, which. This makes sense. We all do it. We all have that thought, but I'm with you. I don't think it happens. I don't Bucks Bucks are your your new AW tag team champions. I agree. I'm with you right there. Young Bucks. And then uh after that I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean about the show? Or like well, no, just what happens with the tag team division and the tag team, like the next few oh, the tag the title, next, right? as it always was. Yeah. Like, I mean <laughs> uh, speaking of a bit of a mess uh, this match oh. will be fine it'll be fun but again a bit of a mess in my opinion it's uh, Takeshita with Switchblade Jay White and Juice Robinson of Bullet Club Gold versus the, <laughs> the Golden Elite Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page and Kota Ibushi fun I, fact y'all yep. 
on paper, all these guys fucking rule. They do. Every wrestler in this match has proven themselves time and time again. This is not the match Kenny Omega should be in at the biggest show this company's ever fucking done. (laughs) And and I'm going to get into it more. I'm not going to lose my mind here. Because I think this is a great six-man tag. I do. I think it's a fun match. But for fuck's sakes. (laughs) (laughs) Am I happy um, Bullet Club Gold on the fucking... Yes. Yeah. Good for them. Their work with fucking FTR, brilliant. Say any different world, because I'll tell you, you're wrong. Uh It was great work. Takeshita, also a great talent. I love, love the fucking Golden Elite. I don't, I don't hate anyone in this match. It's just fucking, what in the new Japan do we need a six-man <laughs> fucking tag on? <laughs> like, it's only for the trio championship. Like, it's fucked up to me. Dude, I, I'm uh, with you there. I, I alluded at the beginning of the show that, sure, we've got a shit ton of people. It's the, you know, one of the biggest shows of all time. But card-wise, is it? And this is where the biggest miss, in my opinion, is. And you mentioned it. Kenny Omega should not be in a six-man match on one of the biggest shows in the history of pro wrestling. No! <laughs> and he's going to do great. No. The match is going to be fun. It's going to be hard-hitting. There's going to be so many V-triggers. Oh. But... Great spots galore. And the the internet uh, rhetoric is that, well, because Brian Danielson's hurt and Pac is hurt, it screwed up a lot of the plans. I'm like, well, you could have highlight. You could have had Kenny versus Coda. You could have had Kenny versus Takeshita because that has been. What are we talking about? Right. You should have had Kenny versus Will Ospreay three <laughs> in the fucking night in front of eighty three thousand people. What are you talking about? I was trying to avoid that, but you're. There's no way you can avoid it. You think I'm getting mad now? Wait till we start talking to Will Ospreay's wrestling. I'm really going to get fucking bad. For this it, match, who do you got? You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to Kesta and the Bullet Club boys. Good for you. I like I like a heel win. I'm uh I'm going with the Golden Leaf. I'm doing this by I'm I'm being that terrible person where I'm like, well, there's I've got three babyface wins and I've only got one heel victory right now, so. I'm just going to, you know, it's a good way to, good way to balance it out. I'm just saying this, Kenny stands tall in front of 83,000 people. That's I think, it. I think Kenny stands tall for a moment. Then gets taken out by Takeshita or maybe somebody Perfect. else from the Don Callis. Coda turns. Then those two can go it all in and I'll Ooh. watch that all day too. I'd love That's to see fine. that. Yeah. Mike, let's not even hold back. Let's get right into the next match. It is Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. <laughs> like, there is someone at AUW I know who listens to the podcast because we brought this up. Mm-hmm. It was whispered like this is gonna happen. Nobody. I love Chris Jericho. We we're Jericho fans, Jericho Holics. Absolutely. I don't want to see his old ass wrestle Will Ospreay. Made a joke, guy at work. He's like, but it'll be Lionheart, Chris Jericho. <laughs> and that makes him 20 years younger right there. <laughs> But even then, why? Fucking why? So, Mike, I remember telling you that this is the rumored match a little over a month ago, and you had this exact reaction. Well, 
<laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and my little guess was is like, okay, well, my guess is is that someone asked for this match, whether it being Jericho or Royal being Osprey. That's the only reason I could see this match being even a thing at all right now. Is one of them asked for this match? Is the title on the line? There is no title. No. Like, like his U- or U- United yeah. Kingdom New Japan title? No, it's not on the line at all. So there you go. That's the reason why. So because either New Japan said to like we we're we're getting the next one. We'll we'll finish this trilogy. Yeah. On one of our fucking shows. Like we're gonna use it to sell one of our shows. Which fair. Fair if that's the case. But holy fucking Christ. Chris Jericho is just not up to where Will Ospreay is. And I don't want to see Will Ospreay slow down. He just put on a fucking clinic with Kenny Omega. Best wrestling match of the year. Yep. Absolutely. And he's wrestling this version of Chris Jericho in front of 8,000 people. (laughs) You can give him whatever name from from whatever generation of Jericho you want. Yeah, he's doesn't still, matter. He's still 52 and that's this is we're not knocking Jericho at, at all. No. He's still doing a great job performing at a very high level for his age and I love watching his matches. But on this show it just seems like a bit of an odd pairing. I'm hoping the match steals the show. I'm I'm sure it will be a, a fine match. I'm going Will Ospreay. I'm also going Will Ospreay cuz why the fuck wouldn't you? Exactly. Uh side note uh, for Chris Jericho's entrance, he's going to be singing himself out with Fozzie. That's right. Chris Jericho and Fozzie are singing Chris Jericho's entrance <laughs> for AEW All Out. Well, that's uh, the hottest spot Chris Jericho's pulling off in a match against Will Ospreay. So. <laughs> he's going to be blown up by the time the match starts. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go to the AEW Women's Championship. Is a fatal four-way with Hikaru Shida defending her title against Tony Storm, Soraya, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Yeah. It's a, it's a great lineup for a women's match. I think so. Here's the thing. I want them to bring it. I I want these women to not hold an ounce back and go as hard and strong as they can. So everyone says that was the match of the night. So everyone can say that match was as good as this, this, and this. Because Soraya hasn't worked very much. Hikaru Shida's back, but Tony Storm's been off a little bit too. So yeah. uh, Dr. Britt Breaker hasn't had great TV matches because she's had opponents that are just coming back off of injury. So perception wise, the AW women's division hasn't looked very good lately. So I think these women <laughs> need to bring it. Cool. That sounds like women's wrestling in general right now. <laughs> uh, do they take the title off of Sheeta on Sunday? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you giving it to? Yeah. I think you give it to Soraya. No, I, I like that. I like that quite a bit. I, I like it solely where you are. Yeah. It's almost like the gift to her. She can fucking lose it at all in for all I care. But she's going to win in front of 83,000. Mike, in I... In her own country. Yeah, I was going with Saray to win and then lose it next week at all out to Dr. Britt Baker. Perfect. Perfect. And then Thunder Rosa comes back. That's that's my booking. Hey, that's hell the booking. <laughs> Thank you. That's I like all of that that just happened. <laughs> but I think you get too much win with Soraya's family being there mm-hmm. and those tears together. Like I yeah. think that's just easy money. 
yeah, that that's a great moment and, and great uh, tape to put in video package later on. Uh, let's get to the two world championship matches. The first is the real world championship. It is Samoa Joe taking on the real world champion CM Punk. I can't see Punk losing this one. Uh, I can see Samoa Joe beating the holy hell out of him and Punk getting like a quick roll-up win or something like that. I, fuck, man. He beat him on TV. I think Joe should stop his fucking brains up. <laughs> I said that when we saw that match, though. Yeah. At did. I just like, why, why, why do it there if it was just going to be put on this card? I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you, pal. I really I, don't. You know this this one. I'm I'm not I'm not coming up victorious like I did at uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> but I'm saying Joe. I like that. I like that boldness. I I'm saying like it's deep spite. I hope these guys bring it like they did in Ring of Honor. Their match at Collision was fine. It's yep. fine. Yeah. But it's not those Ring of Honor matches. And I think here as well they'd be like, "Fuck, dude, you want to just do it?" You want to kill each other for 25 to 30 minutes? Let's really do it. Mm-hmm. I I think this is the time they will be, really beat the hell out of each other. Mike, that takes us right into our main event. And at first, on paper, when this match was announced for the main event of All In, there was some like, should this be the main event of one of the biggest shows of all time? I think storyline-wise, in AEW, this is the biggest story happening. And we've got Adam Cole... <laughs> going up against AEW world champion MJF. And these guys have been tagging and broing down and calling each other bro chacho for for weeks now with great vignettes, even better in-ring promos. Mike, before we get to our picks and our thoughts on the match, do you think this is the end of the bromance between Adam Cole and Maxwell Jacob Friedman? Uh, Just the way I booked the the opening pre-show match. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it is. And I think people on the internet are real bummed out because they're like, they, everyone loves this so much. Mm-hmm. But we need MJF to go back, tell people they're pieces of shit, man. Like, really like he used to. I, I agree. Um, so this week on Busted Open, they did a, a town hall at Sirius XM with Dave LaGreca and MJF. And the town halls are usually reserved for big, huge musical acts or pop culture people, movie stars. This is the first time anything wrestling related has been there. And it was recorded on Monday, aired on Wednesday. And a lot of the interview was MJF just being Max and not necessarily that guy that calls everyone a piece of shit and all that fun stuff. And it's the clips I've seen. looks great, fun interview. And you're getting to see the real, a little bit more of Max. I still think everything's a work. I still think he knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, for sure he does. He's, he's the one guy that is always that guy. For people saying, well, no, this is it. We we want to babyface MJF. You're getting it right now, but he's going to stab you in the face. I Again, people, we all like when he does this. Mm-hmm. When he cut the fucking infamous promo and he came back, you're a golden god. Yeah. It's how you get back to making people hate you. That's how good he is. It, there's no, there's no one even close right now, in my opinion, on I, what I've been doing. saying it fucking forever. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're true. You're true. That's true. You have been. I just, I, I don't think Adam Cole is that guy to come out of this looking like the hot heel. 
No, I, I think I think it's easier for them to go again at all out. I, I'm with you there. I think for Adam Cole to turn, you're still going to get people cheering both sides. And I think people don't want Adam Cole to turn. Uh, no, if, you try I, to, if you try to turn him on Max to stay baby face because all the whole time he knew Max was a bad guy, I think it's going to blow up in your face. Yeah. Will, will Max get cheered at some point for doing dastardly things? Absolutely. But they, I think they've been building this very, very well to the point where when Max pulls that trigger, he gets booed out of the building. And then we get the follow-up on Dynamite. And then I agree, the follow-up at All Out. Yeah. That, I, I think that's the smart way to go about it. I think so, too. There's a there's a part of me, Mike, that I don't think they're going to pull that trigger this weekend. I think they're going to try and milk this for a little bit more. Maybe even pull the trigger on Dynamite. But I don't... Then, I, then you, need, you need a big fucking splash and surprise. Like, they need to win those... Then they're winning the, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, mm-hmm. and something's happening to kibosh that main event and it better be a big fucking name i don't think there's anybody out there i I don't think edge is coming i don't think the longtime rumored goldberg uh will do the trick so no i just i don't like you would need something like that yeah i don't know i don't think i agree if you were to not do this at all in you definitely need something and we are conditioned when it comes to AW pay-per-views. If you're not going to give us this, holy shit, we're getting this. Wow. Yeah. You know, and so you're right. And there's no, I don't, I think there's a name out there. I think that could, could get people. I think that you have names within your company that you could do. Holy shit moments with all you have to do is put CM Punk facing the Bucks and Kenny Omega. Sure. You, you know, like you can do things like that, but. I don't know. For me, I'm going MJF, but I'm going with the split doesn't happen at all in. I just I don't see how it couldn't with how AEW likes to book their shows and just book wrestling in general. You're yeah, you're onto something there, but I I, I think we're gonna get uh the, both guys are raising each other's hands at the end of the match as the show goes off the air. That that's what I'm going with. And we're gonna take points on this one too. If if you're if you're gonna choose like if if the hug's gonna happen, if if the split happens, like the, if if one of them turns on each other and the friendship is over, the team yeah, is over. I, I count me down that the split's happening. MJF turning, fucking okay. big old big old diamond ring to the fucking face. Okay, I put no split. You put split. We both have MJF on that, uh, so that that will help tally everything up nice and e- and easy there. But I'm I'm thinking that their match could easily steal the show. Both guys, when they're on, are they're unbelievable. On. And MJF yes. is just, whenever he's in the ring, it's you're always blown away by how goddamn good this guy is. And I don't think there's any doubters out there anymore about what MJF can do in the ring and on the mic. I, Yeah, it's a tricky main event, Scotty. It's the first you, time in a long time I'm just like, what the fuck's happening? And it better be like, Pull the rabbit out of the fucking hat magic from yeah. Tony Khan in that booking committee. It just popped in my head. And one thing I don't, hope they don't do, I hope they don't pull like an injury storyline in the, in the tag team match on the pre-show. Like one of them gets a knee injury and has to oh. fight someone hurt. Oh, I can see I that. think about that. I could see that being done. 
that's you see we should have talked about that i'm pretty sure we passed that now <laughs> I, don't. I i mean i have ozzy open retain it you do and to, i to have this split happen so I, I yeah god damn it mike listeners out there comment below here on uh the potty here <laughs> on spotify on instagram twitter and facebook let us know your thoughts because we just threw another wrench in there that kind of could have changed everything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, that's the fun of these shows, man, doing preview shows. It, it, it's a little bit of work. We're looking at things. We're looking at angles and how the matches stack up, things like that. But the most fun is just picking the matches. We all do it before the shows. We love doing it with you, the fans out there and the listeners out there. So thank you very much for all those that listen on Spotify and wherever you find us. But we want to know, one, are you buying this show or are you buying next week's show? You buying both? You buying none? Let us know. How's this main event going to play out? We want to hear from you. Hit us up on the Instagram and the Twitter X machine as well as Facebook. Twitter X? I don't fucking know what to call it, Mike. Ay, ay, ay. It's, it's, it's X. It's, it's, X. <laughs> it's X. Also, if local pro wrestling is in your area, go buy a ticket. Go buy some merch. Support the boys and girls out there that are putting on fantastic show for you if you're here in regina hit up caravan gear and collectibles caravan with a k you can find them all over the internet mike anything else um apparently people still really want to play gta 6 love that game let's go blow some shit up uh, that, that that's gta 5 i don't know if you saw it today breaking news what out of germany jeff Keeley's uh stage show Gamescon? Not even, not even in three minutes. A guy barged on stage and said, "We really want GT6." <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed the mic, and everything. It was just like, "Yep, these are still things that are happening on the internet." Oh my gosh! You know, goddamn it, guys. When it's announced, it'll be announced. Rushing on stage is going to get the game announced any oh. faster. And speaking, of, we're a nice, fun little add-on segment for people. Where the fun fact will be, we talked video games this episode. Yeah, maybe a nice, fun announcement will be on Sunday that the Stadium Stampede mode will be available for Fight Forever. I did see that rumor when I was waiting for my uh, laptop to reboot that uh, Stadium Stampede could be out by this this weekend for All In. I would hope you announce it on tomorrow's AEW, so Scotty and I can get our hands on it. That's right. And we'll review it for next week's show. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. As, it, as next week's show is a review of All In and a preview of All Out. So Yeah, it's it's a doozy next week, folks. It, it really, really is. And then after that, we're into payback. So, <laughs> so yeah, you guys like wrestling? Fuck, we're back, baby. Ooh, it feels so good. Repair Lego Mike. I am Scotty Via. This is the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my place.